0: What is up, guys, and welcome to the Maximum Potency Podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Scott, health coach, CrossFit coach, and online entrepreneur, and I'm here to talk about health, fitness, grabbing life by the horns, and doing everything we can to live at maximum potency. Through a combination of solo casts and interviews, you will be hearing from health professionals, entrepreneurs, athletes, artists, and people who are taking life and running with it. Oftentimes, you'll hear me tell pieces of my story or interview those who have ditched the traditional 9-to-5 setup in pursuit of something that feels a little bit better for them. you are interested in creating a life you love, feeling better in your body, developing habit and mindset practices, doing a little bit more adventuring and traveling, you're in the right place. If you are someone who's hungry for growth, pursuing greatness, and ultimately hope to have a life that is a true expression of the real you, you're in good company. Welcome and thank you for being here. I am so happy and could not be more stoked that you found your way to this podcast. is up my friends coming to you from the van. This is my new recording studio. I freaking love it in here and it's like perfect because no wind, no dogs, no friends. I love all of those things but not when I'm trying to record a podcast. So today's episode is all about how to bulk without being a slob. As you guys may know, I am in the middle of a bulk. I am trying to gain between 5 and 10 pounds between now and the end of January, we'll say. I never really set too harsh of a goal for weight when I'm going up. Uh, When I'm going down, there is usually a number in mind because I'm usually cutting weight for a meet. So first and foremost, I would say that if you don't know what a bulk is, it is eating, strategically in surplus to add muscle mass or add mass in general to the body. And if you bulk too fast, you typically gain a bunch of unwanted body fat. And if you bulk too slow, you tend to give up before you're at your goal. So it's kind of like finding that happy medium. And today I'm going to talk about how to find the happy medium instead of being a slob and just gaining a bunch of body fat really fast and kind of being haphazard about it. So if that does not interest you, click off of this episode and listen to a different one. We are going to go in on bulk strategy and how to do this the right way. So first and foremost, I want to say that I am a big fan of doing slower bulks. This is not how to bulk overnight. Um, If you want to bulk overnight, it's probably going to have to be the slob route. Um, And when I say be a slob, what I really mean is choosing low quality foods, fast foods, processed foods in order to hit your macros, but not really care about your health and put on weight. It's not probably going to go on how you want it to go on and you're just going to be frustrated. So before you think about doing a bulk, the first question that you should be asking yourself is, do I want to add mass to my body? do I want to gain weight? Because that is what a bulk does. Um, A lot of times I hear people say, oh, I want to add muscle and lose weight. I want to add muscle and lose weight. What they're really saying is they want to appear more muscular and be leaner. Okay, They may actually not care about their weight changing. So if you're bulking, you're intentionally adding weight and mass to your body. If you are looking to lean out, and appear more muscular, then you're actually looking for either maintenance or a cut. So that's the first distinction that I want to make. Second thing is eating in surplus is just as uncomfortable as eating in a deficit. And when you do it intentionally with a strategy, that is the best way to go about it. Some people might think you're crazy, but you kind of are if you're going to sign up to do bulks and cuts because that's just the way it goes. Um, Another thing I just want to quick explain is that the reason I'm doing a bulk is to see what my body can do. Number one, always trying to move more weight in the gym, get stronger. And number two, I am planning on hiking the Appalachian Trail in the spring. Not the whole thing, but probably going to be living out of a backpack for about a month. And I am not trying to lose a bunch of weight. So I am intentionally putting on weight, knowing that I'm going to lose quite a few pounds Um, just doing that much cardio, that much walking every day. And so this is very strategic and I'm starting plenty ahead of time. As you guys know, it's not even 2021 yet. So that being said, I'm going to get into it. How the heck do we bulk without being a slob? So the first thing when you want to bulk is you really should know your maintenance calories. Maintenance calories are the most amount of food you can eat and not gain or lose weight. So I want to specify here, I thought my maintenance calories were much lower than they actually were. The first time I tried to do a bulk, I was eating 1,800 calories a day. And I was like, that's my maintenance because I don't gain or lose weight. But as soon as I pushed up to 1,900, 2,000, 2,100, 2,200, nothing happened. I didn't gain or lose weight, meaning my maintenance calories were actually right around 2,200 at the time. When I pushed to 2300 calories last time I bulked, I started to gain weight. So about a year went by. I stayed at that heavier body weight throughout the summer and spring, even though I did lose a little bit of body fat. So I basically stayed at my maintenance calories after my bulk was complete and my body leaned out, but the scale stayed the same. So now this bulk I was coming into a lot higher of a weight and I say a lot higher I mean about 10 pounds higher Um, my average body weight before that bulk was right around 122 and my average body weight right before this bulk my current bulk was right around 128 so we're looking at low 120s to high 120s nothing super crazy okay so what did I do when I started this bulk I was like oh I know what to do I'll eat 2300 to 2500 calories well guess what your girl did not gain weight because her metabolism is revving, and my body has more muscle, which requires more calories. So I am now what you would call an anomaly on any calculator that tells me my macros should be this or that, because my maintenance calories are twenty five hundred, and I am a five foot two girl that is a hundred and thirty pounds currently. So this is what happens when you do this stuff consistently. By the way, so. If you don't know your maintenance, the first step is to find maintenance and that should really be a higher priority for you than bulking or cutting because without maintenance, you can't effectively do either. So guys, I'm really passionate about this topic. If you can't tell, I'm sorry for how excited I am right now. It might be hard to listen to. So I'm going to calm down, but I'm going to say if you don't know your maintenance calories, you can't effectively bulk or cut. And that should be your first and foremost priority. So that looks like if you are eating around what you think you should be eating, try and bump it up a little bit and see if you gain weight. And if you don't, bump it up a little bit more. And I suggest bumping up by either 200 calories every two weeks or 100 calories every week and just seeing what your weight does. That's a pretty fast way to find it. Um, if you want to be a little bit more slow and steady with it, go a hundred calories every two weeks and observe the scale. Now, ladies, obviously our cycles tie into this a little bit. So you may want to go slower so that you're not like, was that because I had my period that week that my weight went up, et cetera, et cetera. The slower and more observant you can be, the better. But I get that you guys obviously want to get started on bulks and cuts. So after you've identified maintenance, My biggest suggestion would be to eat 300 calories over maintenance for ladies and 500 calories over maintenance for guys. This might seem like hardly anything to you. You're like, what's 300 or 500 calories? But this is the first way to ensure that you are not just putting on a bunch of weight for the sake of watching the scale go up, but that your body is actually able to take that little bit of extra and use it for repair and for growth. And so you're eating in surplus in a way that actually serves your body rather than in a way that just overwhelms it and causes you to go to the bathroom a bunch. So that's the first thing is, you know, how much are you going to eat in surplus by? When you start eating in surplus by a thousand calories a day, you're going to pack the weight on, but it's not really going to go on how you want it to go on. Okay. Okay. That's the first thing. So like I said, my rule of thumb is typically 300 calories over maintenance for ladies 500 over for guys. That's just a guideline. If you're a guy and you want to do 300, be my guest. If you're a lady and you want to do 500, be my guest. But that is where I tend to start people. As you can see, if I had done the 300 when I was eating 1800, that would have put me at 2100 and I still wouldn't have gained weight because my maintenance was actually 2300 at the time. So it's really important that you're not wasting time and that you know that, hey, when my bulk starts, it's actually going to be effective. So, um, this time around my bulking calories are 2800 2900 my maintenance is right around 2500 this is a pretty aggressive bulk for me I am trying to hit it by a certain deadline of mid-january late january so that I can then do a cut and go into the Appalachian trail at a leaner 130 135 pounds that is the end goal for next year so just saying Um, second tip for bulking without a slab so first tip Eat 300 to 500 over maintenance so that the weight goes on slow and steady instead of gaining a bunch of body fat. Number two, be really smart about how much of your diet is if it fits your macros approach and how much of your diet is whole foods. So I typically like to follow an 80-20 rule no matter what amount of calories I'm eating. And that is that 80% of my calories or 80% of the food on my plate is real food that is fuel that is good for me, and that 20% is processed slash junk food. Um, because I don't want to be living on rice crispy treats just to hit my macros. Like it might be easier, but ultimately it is it's not putting my body in a state of health, it's putting my body in a state of inflammation, and I'm just gonna feel very, very gross because I'm used to eating pretty healthy. Um, that being said though, I have like so many extra calories in my day right now that sometimes it's necessary for me to get a bagel or have a piece of candy and it makes eating those calories just a little bit easier. So as long as I've had my four servings of vegetables that I go for every day and my one to two servings of fruit, um, and I've had healthy proteins, like I do let myself kind of go and have some fun foods because that's, let's face it, that's kind of what makes a bulk fun. Um, have I had cookies in the past week? Hell yeah. Have I had dark dark chocolate covered pretzels? Hell yeah. Have I had pumpkin bread? Hell yeah. But have I also eaten like quote unquote normal foods that I would always be eating? Yes. Yes, I have. So food choices is number two. Number three is just being really smart about your food timing. So I realize I'm never going to hit these macros, these high macros for me if I start eating at like 11 o'clock in the morning. I need to be eating at like 7 a.m. right when I wake up. So, one way that you can kind of make sure that you don't have to go out of control at night to like make up for lost time is to start eating earlier and space your food out and start doing things to make what you're already eating like more calorically dense. So, I have a protein shake every morning. Well, instead of putting half a banana in it, I've been putting a banana and a half in it. That adds carbs right there. I've also been putting a quarter cup of oatmeal in my protein shake, also adding carbs. I, at lunchtime, am eating rice and fruit, okay? Not just one. And then at um, dinnertime, I'm also doubling up on carbs. So because I'm an ectomorph, my carbs are crazy high right now. That is like the macronutrient that I'm manipulating the most to do my bulk. To give you an idea of how my macros have changed, I went from eating about 120 grams of protein to 135 grams of protein. I went from eating uh, right around 200 200 to 250 grams of carbs to 400 grams of carbs per day. And I went from eating 60 to 70 grams of fat To about 80 grams of fat per day, um, more than 80 grams of fat. And I start to feel like I'm going to fall asleep because my body, the way my body type is, it craves and primarily likes to fuel off of carbs. So that's where the most of my calories are coming from. If you're an endomorph, um, someone who's naturally thicker, you're going to do better with high fat, medium carbs. So I'm at high carbs, medium fat. It's the opposite. So knowing your body type plays into this too. If you guys like to geek out on that stuff and you're like, wow, I need to know all about the body types and the macro splits. Um, Shameless plug, take my course, find your happy place with food. It is on my website, lifeatmaximumpotency.com slash store. It is $350. I am going to be running a Black Friday sale on that course, so stay tuned. But the $350 includes six video lessons about how to do all this stuff with maintenance and uh, bulking and cutting and all the things. It also includes a custom nutrition analysis. So you'll log your food for five days, send it to me, and I will make suggestions on what your first steps should be and give you a second set of eyes. And then you'll also get three one-on-one calls with me and you'll be able to pick my brain, ask questions, get encouraged, and really I'll just kind of help you make a plan. Ultimately, with that offer, you are um, holding yourself accountable. I'm certainly not checking in with you every day or anything like that, but you have all the tools in order to be able to do this. So that is available for you. And again, that course is called find your happy place with food. Um, and the idea behind that course is that you do not have to diet ever again, because you're just like, you understand food and you understand your body. And so all foods are on the table. You can choose to source your macros from whatever you want. It is super sustainable and eating in, Bulk, eating for a bulk or eating for a cut, I don't make you guys go extreme. We we go the low and slow way, um, and even the cuts are usually like 300 to 500 calories under maintenance. So finding that maintenance is huge. Anyway, total side tangent, but um, all this stuff is super important to understand, and I've tried to make it really accessible for you guys. So the other thing beyond timing and beyond, you know, what your macros should be and beyond um, how much extra food you guys want to eat is the timing. Like how fast do you want to put the weight on or how slow do you want to put the weight on? That's a huge factor to consider because the shorter, the shorter, the more extreme you have to be. And so that is also worth mentioning for sure. So going back to the strategic part of a bulk, when I said bulking is strategically adding uh, mass to your body, strategically eating in surplus, the opposite of strategically eating in surplus would be haphazardly eating in surplus. And haphazardly eating in surplus looks like, I don't really know what my maintenance calories are, so I'm just going to eat as much as I can, and then it's a slippery slope. If you don't know maintenance, then you are guessing. You are basically drawing an arrow and aiming it at someone else's target of what you think you should eat, and it's a pure guess. And so I don't know about you guys, but I care about this stuff way too much to guess. And so I would rather take the time and learn so that I could, um, you know, eat in surplus. So some other things I want to just quick mention are the strategy part really also goes into like overeating in proportion. So obviously I took my carbs and I like cranked them up. But I am doing so much physical activity every day between coaching, personal training, my own training. I'm on my feet close to six hours a day every day. Um, and then I'm at a desk for some. And then in addition to that, my natural neat, basically non, non-exercise non exercise Calories that I burn is naturally pretty high. Like I'm a high energy person. So um, my body burns a lot of calories naturally and then it holds a lot of muscle at this point. So that affects it too. My bulk calories are crazy high, uh, even for someone my size. And the 400 grams of carbs thing is pretty disproportionate. Um, I typically suggest that when people want to up their calories, like let's say that you want to go from 1,900 to 2,000 calories, I just suggest bumping everything proportionately. Unless there's a number that seems like unreasonable to you, then you'll take that number and you'll um, put those calories onto another macro. So just to give an example, I typically do not feel well when I eat more than 135 grams of protein. So if I decide to add more calories it will be to my carbs stack because I know that if I eat more than 80 grams of fat, I'm going to want to fall asleep. And I know that if I eat more than 135 grams of protein, I'm not really going to feel too hot. So because I know my body um, and I know that its primary preferred source of energy is carbs, I'm going to add to carbs. Now, if I was a mesomorph, someone who lives in the middle of the spectrum. I put on fat or muscle easily. I lose fat or muscle easily. I would definitely, definitely, definitely suggest bumping each of them in proportion. So if you're going to add a hundred calories, you add 33 calories of fat, 33 calories of carbs, and 33 calories of protein right across the board. And that's basically a hundred divided by three, right? So That's what I suggest doing typically, um, unless you know your body well enough to know its preferred fuel source. So if I was an endomorph, someone who's naturally thick, and I wanted to add calories, but I was already at my protein max, my primary source of fuel would be fat. So I would take my 100 calories, I would divide it by nine, because there's nine calories per gram. And I would get, let's see nine goes into a hundred at least 10 times, 11 times, nine times. Yeah, 99. So I would add 11 grams of fat. Sorry for doing math out loud. That was probably painful for you guys. But anyway, my point is if you are running into a wall of like, well, I don't want to eat more of a certain macro, just put it on your body's primary source of fuel or split it directly between carbs and fats if you're somewhere in the middle. But raising macros proportionately is super, super important. So a lot of times when people go to bulk, they will say, oh, I'm just going to eat more. So they're making two mistakes there. First mistake they're making is not knowing how much more to eat. They're just aimlessly eating more. They're recklessly overeating. And then they also don't look at proportions. So for all they know, just eat more might mean that they're having a low protein, high carb, high fat day followed by a super low carb, high fat, high protein day, like their food is just all over the place. So if you're not someone who's consistent with um, at least protein intake every day, you're probably not really in a spot where you're ready to bulk or cut. And you're still kind of in those um, forming good habits stages where you're learning, oh, how do I eat a balanced diet? And how do I make healthy choices 80% of the time and all of those things? And if you work on those things, here's the encouraging piece the bulk or the cut may become less necessary because along the way, your body is going to be changing in response to you eating a super balanced diet. So just to summarize this episode really quick, I know there was a little bit all over the place. Um, If you're friends with me, you know that I'm a little bit all over the place. So it just kind of goes, but pay attention to your timing, know how much food that you need and make sure that your balance remains in your intake. So if it's not balanced, it should be intentionally imbalanced, just like mine is right now, or my carbs are super, super high. If you guys have questions about this, or if I triggered a question in you, like, you're like, wait, I didn't even know I had this question until you said this thing. Feel free to DM me. I love to have conversations about this stuff. I literally geek out over it. You're not bothering me. Um, and if it gets to a point where you have so many questions, I'll probably just refer you over to the course because it explains all of it. Um, but I am more than happy to talk about this stuff with you guys and help you find your way. I hope this episode was helpful. I tried to make it, you know, as concise as possible, but obviously there's a lot to explain. Um, So wish me luck on my bulk. I will be over here eating all the carbs between now and sometime in January when I start my cut, in which case I'll be sharing that with you guys too. your support means the world to me. I'm so grateful that you're listening to this podcast. If you are enjoying it, go ahead and screenshot it. Throw it up on your story, tag Maximum Potency, and let me know what you got out of it. Or go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. Both of those things are super helpful to help grow the podcast, help get it into the right hands, and really, really just shows your support without even having to spend a dime. So I appreciate you guys so much. I hope that you learned something today, and I will talk to you next week.